name is Tom, and it's great to be with you this morning. I don't know what questions you ask when you meet someone for the first time. There are lots of options, aren't there? What do you do? Do you have family? Where are you from? And many, many besides. But what are we doing when we ask those sort of questions? I think simply we're trying to understand who it is that we've just met. And as we come this morning to think about Jesus, the man behind Christmas, we need to understand who it is we are talking about. As we read the gospel accounts, we learn so much about Jesus, about his life on earth, about why he came. We learn about his death and his resurrection, about his ascension and about all that that means. But just for a moment this morning, I'd like to turn our eyes before Jesus came. Just who was it that was born in that manger? Who was it that strode the earth in human flesh? John, in the first chapter of his gospel, helps us with this. John chapter 1 and verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Yesterday, Jeff and Mary so helpfully brought us that devotion from Colossians chapter 1, talking about how Christ is the pre-existent one, the one who has been from all eternity, the one who sustains the creation simply by the power of his word. And John has already said something very similar in this first chapter of his gospel. The word he says, that's Jesus, was in the beginning with God and all things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made. Jesus has always been, he is eternal. And he has always sustained all things since the, the very start of creation, the whole earth, the whole universe. Jesus has been sustaining it, holding it together, the very fabric of all things. But now John says something remarkable. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only son from the father. Just who was it that became man and dwelt among humanity? Well, it is the only Son from the Father. Our God is one God. And yet he reveals himself in three persons. Three persons who are equal and eternal. This distinction did not start when Jesus came to the earth. God has always been three also indivisibly one. Three wonderful, glorious persons in harmonious, beautiful relationship with one another. And John says, this word that became flesh is the only son from the Father. This is the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, the one who will bring about the works of the Father on the earth. And he became flesh and dwelt among us. The fullness of God in a man. Jesus had the divine nature, the very essence of God. 
And yes, as he walked the earth, that beauty, that glory was veiled, but it was never extinguished. Christ was fully God throughout his whole life. This Christmas, if you see a picture of a baby in a crib, think for a moment of the very fullness of the second person of the Trinity, the very essence of God fully realised in that small human life. What an extraordinary thing that the only son from the father would become flesh, would take on frailty and weakness and smallness. Imagine the vastness of the the character and perfections and the glories of God in just a small, frail human form. That is what John is talking about here as the word becomes flesh, the only one from the Father becoming a man like you and like I. And John goes on to say that he was full of grace and truth. Of course, John means here that Jesus was perfectly gracious and he was truthful. But this goes further than that. John is saying here that Jesus is the fullness of God's grace and God's truth to the world. This is God revealing himself, revealing the truth about the way of salvation, the way that we may be acceptable in the sight of God, and revealing the way of grace, the way that we sinful human beings may receive that which we do not deserve. Complete righteousness, freedom from sin and from death, and it's all the free gift of God merited for us in Christ alone. And John says this is glorious. When we see Christ, when we see Christ full of grace and truth, we see the glory of God made manifest to us. Sometimes as we think about the Christmas narrative, we can become very focused on the mundane and the small and the tiny and the frail. And those things are all true, but we should not forget the glory and the majesty of the second person of the Trinity. God from God, light from light, the immortal, unchanging, holy, righteous and unimaginably glorious one who dwelt among men, bringing God's grace and truth to this desperate world. Why not take some moments today to reflect on Jesus, the Son of the Father, eternal God made flesh for you and for me. What a glorious Lord we have. Let's pray to him now. Lord Jesus, we worship you for you are God. You are glorious. You are worthy of all of our praise. And you are the one who came and walked this earth in frail human form. Your glory veiled so that we might glorious be. You came and suffered so that we may be free from the condemnation of sin, free from death. O Lord, thrill our hearts today with your glory, with your majesty, and with the wonderful news that you came to this earth full of grace and truth to rescue a people to call your own. Lord, help us now to live this day magnifying you in our hearts, delighting in you.
for you are our God and our Saviour. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.